What's up, guys? Welcome back. Thanks for hanging out. Glad to have you. All those wonderful, uh, I forget what they're called. Sweet nothings? Sure. Uh, I will say, though, every time you hear that music, you can plan on having a random episode. This is just going to be one of those episodes that I talk about some things that I, because I, I like to bullet point different things throughout my day, throughout my week. And those bullet points sometimes just fill up, man. And I got to find a place to get rid of them. And I like to do it here in podcast form. It is uh, 8 o'clock in the morning. I have yet to be asleep yet. So this should be a fun one. Be nice and punchy. But we're here to do it, man. And I really enjoy this uh, intro music. I hope you do as well. And this podcast is uh, off and running. We're ready to do it. So let's let's just do this, man. Let's jump into uh, the first kind of topic or subject, I guess you'd say, that I want to talk about today. And you're here with me. So thank you once again for joining me. Super early. Haven't slept. September 1st. Let's go. So I found myself outside uh, earlier this morning or later in the night, I guess. It just depends on who's talking and if you've been asleep or not. But if you've been awake the whole time, it was a late night for me. So uh, like I said, I haven't been asleep. It's 8 o'clock in the morning right now. And I was outside about, I don't know, probably about 4.30, give or take. It's still a little dark out. But of course, being in Indiana, it was raining. It just does that sometimes, unlike a lot of other places, a lot of other places. And, you know, have you ever just been outside a night like that? Because for some reason, nights for me are always extra special. Just being outside, the smell of the night air, all the sounds, the stillness almost. It's kind of amazing. It's, it feels good. It's a nice feeling, to say the least. But I was outside you know, about 4.30, and I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, man, this is a fucking, like, if I was to die right now, I would be okay with it. Not while I'm recording this episode, but while I was standing outside in that light rain with a nice, smooth breeze, and it was so cool, but it wasn't cold at all or chilly, per se. It was like one of those nights that you could be out all night and just stare up at the stars if rain wasn't falling down onto your face. Because that can be troublesome for trying to look at stars, you know, when things are falling into your face. And uh, I guess I guess you probably should have knew that, and I didn't have to explain it. But I did anyways, because that is what we do here. You know, we change lives, and it's for the better. We do everything we can to improve your life as well as mine. But yeah, man, I hope you guys are enjoying the content that's coming out as of lately. I'm having a blast. I'm just having a blast be- becoming a content creator. Like, I feel like I've got this... Even if it's negative backlash sometimes or five-star reviews that are most definitely being sarcastic, I can't help but to feel good. I feel good about it. I feel good about all of it for the simple fact that it means people are noticing me, and that's all I want, man. But as I said, I'm a rookie. I'm not even two years into this uh, content creating, podcasting, YouTubing. I'm two years in. And I've already got a lot of people that are, uh, I don't even know how to say it, like just being jerks, I guess. I don't know. 
there's not really anything special. They don't know who I am whatsoever. But yeah, they leave reviews and I love the five stars. That's amazing. But it's like, what are you even saying? I don't know you. You don't know me. And I most definitely have drove through Gary. So don't ever doubt me again. Don't do it. Never in your life. But it is pretty interesting just saying for the simple fact. It's like, man, I can't imagine what what the you know popular creators ha had to go through on their way to the top. Because guess what, guys? I'm wearing sunglasses right now because just like Chris D'Elia, I'm a future Sabrite. Okay? It's Sabrite. I got to wear sunglasses indoors, and that's just what it is. You know, you can jump on the train and ride with me or not. It's fine. It's fine. Stay where you are. It's great. I don't care, man. Sorry about all the moving of the microphone. I like to record some of my podcasts where I hold the microphone. It's a better feel. You get to feel the weight of it. And also, I like to be able to use some of my proper recording equipment instead of half-assing it every time. At this point, it's a rare occurrence that I actually record with my laptop. I usually just skip that whole process, shoot a video, and then use the video to turn that into audio, and voila. We have ourselves a podcast. But yeah, man, I was thinking about that hard when I was outside. I thought about it a lot, though, when I wrote it down, like the rain thing, and just dying when it's nice out. It's like it wasn't even nice out. It was raining. It was virtually shitty to most people, especially people not from Indiana. Anybody else in that weather would have been like, well... I guess my day is entirely ruined. Some people that don't see rain very often probably hate it so much that as soon as a light drizzle comes, their entire day changes completely. It ruins them. But it just made me think, like, you guys remember when fucking rain was, like, legitimately the shit? Like, almost the most important thing we needed. I can imagine, I can imagine myself in that position where it's like please rain we need rain and then how happy you'd be to see rain because even as a kid I was really fascinated with being outside as it rained I had this theory when I was super young that those were God's tears rain right like some other kid at school probably said that and it forever stuck with me I'm like he's sad God's crying on us right now but then again I also thought that the grass was his hair so it's like he's really working backwards. Like, how's he crying into his own hair? Is he upside down? Because that's an extra sad God. <laughs> Am I wrong? I mean, anybody that's crying into their own hair is extra sad. Like, that's a really sad person. Because the only way that's possible is if you're upside down. And we don't want that. But yeah, man, rain used to be super important. It used to, I mean, it still is important. But it is not like it used to be. Rain has not got the same power that it used to have. People used to be obsessed, like, oh, man, it's got to rain, it's got to rain. If it doesn't rain, uh, we die. So we're going to go ahead and need to sacrifice one of you that hasn't, uh, you know, had any coitus yet. We're going to have to throw you into a fire because apparently that is what the gods needed to create water from the sky. Like, it would have been so fun back in the day to just be working on nothing but, like, random theories that your group came up with <laughs> like like that like i said with the god's tears right like somebody back then probably sp started that and that became a whole thing there was a whole group of people like oh the lord is sad the lord is tearful right now we must collect his tears save them and serve them in church 
right? Because there's always that guy that's trying to find some way to make money <laughs> off of uh, something like that. Yeah? I mean, it just makes sense. There's always a guy who's trying to profit off of something that shouldn't necessarily be profitized. That's a good word. That's a strong word. Heavy, as some would say. But I miss those days, man. I miss when the average person could be like, would actually be infatuated by the sun, infatuated by Mother Nature and all the things. Like, do you guys even remember what happens before it rains? How all the leaves turn over? How beautiful is that? Do you even pay attention to that type of shit anymore? Is it even on your radar? Do you see outside before it starts to rain? Does it hit anything inside your head? You know what chloroform is? Chloroplast? What about that stuff, huh? Photosynthesis? It's all part of the process, baby. But when I saw, you know, I saw these tree leaves flipping over, I'm like, oh, yeah, they're getting thirsty. Time to feed the babies. Mother Nature's here, right? I don't know. I just wish, I wish people cared more about it. I'm not saying I'm like one of those eco-friendly weirdos but rain man come on it's crucial it was so crucial before but it's like we can almost manufacture water now we already do that how many of us drink bottled water when's the last time you put your mouth on the tap hmm probably been a long time and if you have you should probably see a doctor because i'm sure things are Growing in you. All right, keep on cruising. Keep on cruising. Is that a good Pauly Shore? I have no idea. I don't think so. You know, I don't really listen to myself, guys. You should be aware of that. For anybody out there who thinks that I really put in, like, this crazy effort into my shows... Yout your mind. I don't care that much. I don't care that much about the shows that don't have as big of a following. Okay? I will work harder on the ones that are uh, doing well. This is literally just a dude talking about things. So for it to be bad, it's like, wouldn't you have to just know me personally? To just be like, oh, well, he's lying. That's the only thing you could really say. Like, oh, what he's saying is not true. He doesn't believe that at all. But... You don't know me, and I don't know you. But nonetheless, when it comes to not knowing people, I happen to have one of the most interesting neighbors I've ever had in my life. And just so many things, man. I've mentioned him on many different episodes. I, I sometimes can't help but to mention him because he might interfe interfere like with the recording process. Like something weird might go on in the middle or in between, like last night when I was recording. I happened to pause the recording, and I just went out there into my dining room, and I happened to see a spider crawling around on the ground. So guess what? I killed him with my microphone. Yeah, that's weird. But it is also weirder knowing that that spider has to, you know, go into the afterlife knowing that he was murdered with a musical instrument, basically. How sad for him. That's, like, that's worse. Like, he has to tell... Once he gets up to spider heaven, he has to tell his spider relatives that he was mashed with a microphone. And I don't think there's going to be many other spiders up there saying, oh, me too. 
You know? I don't think there's that many... Stupid, man. But I really did. I really did smash that. I fucking smashed him. You know, I'll, I'll smash a bug with my bare hands, dude. Especially indoors. You come in my house, guess what? You've invaded. You're in the bubble now. And you must be disposed of properly. But yeah, man, my neighbor is a psychopath. I don't know what's wrong with him, really. I think it might be like a combination of like schizophrenia as well as like just uh, paranoia. I don't know if that's can be clinically diagnosed like someone just full of paranoia. It, I think it, what it is is it stems from like years of crack abuse, you know? Because I don't think the studies have been done properly for us to sit here and say, hey, man, how bad was the crack epidemic? How bad were people affected yeah okay i mean it's like do we know because there's a lot of survivors not everyone died from just abusing crack some of them kind of turned their lives around but what did it do to their brains because this guy will just sit on his porch and just yell but he's yelling stuff that no one's ever heard of before so it's like who are you talking to who's out there because I want to know. Because I would like to meet him. It sounds exciting. But really, it's like, dude, you're just you're mumbling a bunch of nothingness out loud. Can you tell? <laughs> Can you tell what you're doing? I mean, the guy's so nuts that for a long time, like he pulled a knife on me at one point, and that's absurd. Uh, but he has also, you know, played music really loud in his apartment when he's not even there. He's been gone. And I could hear music coming out of his door. Uh, for a long time, he would just have his door open for some reason. Like, this is an apartment complex. And he would sit there with his door, his front door to his apartment, into his room, into his little, uh, into his living room, wide open. I've never seen, no one else has ever done this ever, and I've lived in many apartments before. I've never seen someone act like the entire building is their house. And that's kind of what he does. I'm surprised he pays to wash his clothes. I'm surprised he hasn't asked the manager for a key so he could bypass the washer and uh, dryer. He's a psychopath. I really think he is. There's a lot of problems because sometimes he's fine. Sometimes he's real cordial. Then there's other times where you're like, did you fall or something? Because you're different now. Right? But I think that is, uh, maybe it's bipolar. I don't know. It's definitely something, and I don't think like I don't think he has control of it or any control over it. Like, nobody's given this dude medicine to help him get better. I've even seen him with, like, people that I would probably consider maybe family or a possible girlfriend of something, of some sort. And it's like, how is he acting this way now when, like, two hours ago he was, you know, yelling at his front door? Uh... I don't know, man. People are all different, and they're weird. But this guy's level of weirdness just keeps growing as days go. And it's so annoying because it's like you don't want it to bother you, but it so bothers me because it's right in front of your face. You can't get away from it. He's doing, if he's not doing one thing weird for one day, you're lucky. Like, I've been up at one point at 4 o'clock in the morning, and I saw him out there cleaning his car, the outside of his car, with paper towel. That's right, folks. Paper towel. He's using off-brand, not even bounty paper towel to clean his van. Okay? 
The man's 67 years old, probably, and he's outdoors cleaning, sometimes with his shirt off, cleaning his van in an apartment complex, cleaning his van, his white van, with paper towel. What do you do at night, mister? What do you do? Because also I've seen him in like a suit, like a tux. Like, what is going on? What is your life, man? I want to know so much about you because uh, apparently who you are at your home is not who you are in the streets, as Ice Cube once said. But you know what I mean? Like, I don't understand what's happening. How, how are you so in and out all the time? And also, who washes their car with paper towel? I want to start videotaping him, but I feel like the dude's always watching. Like he's always making, he's always looking around to make sure no one's watching him, or he knows that he knows who is watching him. If that makes sense, it's an absurd situation, but we've been dealing with it for quite some time. But we will be moving. Best believe. How do you solve the situation? You move. Easy does it, man. You get up, you put your shoes on, you pack up all your other shoes, and you head to new location. And this is what we're doing. But here's the thing. We have some new neighbors. People just moved in below him. And the people that used to live below him were kind of friends with him. But then they all, they eventually started to hate him because he would be just like stomping around at night, playing music super loud. And just, he's crazy. He would hide in the laundry room in a robe. Doing weird shit, man. Painting our mailboxes. Just all kinds of strange shit. So those people moved out. New people have moved in. And all I wonder is, you know, is anybody telling the new tenants about this guy? Are they being warned? Like, hey, uh, just so you know, before you sign your lease, there is a guy who lives above you. Not well. Uh, best suggestion? Avoid him. Also, if you have kids, right? Like, that's even worse. And I feel like they most definitely didn't tell him. Because they didn't tell us. They didn't tell us that eventually he would pull a knife on me. Like, what the fucking fuck? He's insane, man. Somebody's got to get him some help. And I don't feel like the people that are actually in his life are doing that. Because he's not acting this way around those people. Maybe when he's with his family and situations like that. Maybe that's when he decides to take medication. But when he's at his house and he's alone, by God, he's on his megaphone, on his soapbox, on his porch, yelling at, you know... Who knows? Who knows? Some sort of like third wall, fourth wall situation going on. He's, you know, he's dialed in. We'll say that. This is definitely my favorite thing about being a podcaster is it's helped, you know, and also I've taken uh, public speaking classes. I actually failed the first time I took speech class in high school had to take it again. So I've been through that course two different times. So I have no problem with public speaking, as well as the fact that I was a musician for 16 years. And I did vocals, so I was the guy in front with the microphone on my face. So I have no problem with talking into a microphone. But riffing about a topic is always... Like, when I do it that well, I think I did about 11 minutes just now on my neighbor... And all I have wrote down, as far as my notes, it just says, my neighbor washes his entire van with paper towels. Not even bounty. And look what I did. I told you about all... Well, I mean, it's easy because he is insane and there is a lot of detail to his madness. Not in a good way. Not good detail. Not like you're being pressed. 
<laughs> but detail nonetheless. But yeah, man, lots of random shit going on lately. Just want to talk about it. You know, riffing in the closet. That's what we're doing. You know, people give me shit about that, too. If somebody said something about the fact that I record, you know, go back to recording in my closet or stop recording in my closet or something. I don't know. Who doesn't use their closet to make a podcast? I think a lot of us would use a closet if we could. I mean, how small is an audio recording space anyways, typically, in a studio? It's the smallest goddamn room in the entire studio. Am I wrong? Where Anytime you've ever seen somebody doing vocals, it's a booth. It's not even a room. It's not even a closet. It's just a booth, man. It's the place where Superman becomes Clark Kent and vice versa. You know? And you're in there doing audio. So for somebody to say, get out of your closet. Well, it's obvious I know what I'm doing. Because it should be an enclosed space like this where there is no way you can get random sounds and it bounces off the walls perfectly. It absorbs the sound nicely. Alright? So you can do things like this and talk loud. But I don't do that because I like to be real intimate. You know, Barry White style. You know, Barry White was a good friend of mine back in Canada when I was a small boy. No, I have no fucking idea, dude. Sometimes I want to beat myself in the head with this microphone. You know, much like the spider. <laughs> you see that? That's a callback. It's, this is called being a professional. No, this is called early in the morning, and I probably shouldn't be recording, but I am. You know, I see these uh, things, and this is weird too, man. I see these things around every city that I've ever been ever. Every town that I've ever been ever. The fucking Lions Club. Yeah, I know you've heard of it. What is it? What's the Lions Club? Somebody help me. Because uh, 99% of the time, the, the Lions Club building looks like it's vacant. Looks like nobody's been there since, you know, the 99 fish fry. Okay? Why are they still in existence? Also, these guys only typically show up at what? Parades? Who are you? What are you doing? What's with the the secret society, huh? What's with the clubbing? You guys are all together, bonded together through lions. Huh? And like weird hats, like a fez. Huh? What's happening? That's what you do? That's what's supposed to be interesting, your lions club? What are you protecting, dude? No, I just always see them. It's weird. Everywhere I go, I see the lions club. But it never, like it's lions club, 405 or something, 402. Well, who's in there? Because there's no cars in the fucking gravel parking lot. What's it for? Also, I don't think I've ever met one of these lions. Huh? Who are you? And what do you do? And what do you do? Why did you have to make a club? And why does your club have a building? And what do lions have to do with it? Huh? Does every town and city have a lions club? Who are they? Like I said, I want to know. I'm literally asking. Somebody send me a message. What the fuck is the Lions Club about? Zoos? You guys protecting zoos and, and agriculture and forests and woods and rabbits? What's happening? What is the Lions Club for? You know, I'm not the only one who's been curious, okay? 
we've seen plenty of documentaries on Freemasons, on, you know, Bohemian Grove, on NASA. <laughs> I don't know. We've seen them, right? A lot of secret societies, Illuminati, whatnot. Why have we not ever heard anything about these lions, huh? Because that sounds scarier than anything else so far. They're lions, dude. King of the jungle. All that. Huh? What do they do, though? What do you do, sir? Why are you in a club? Why are you in a club? Why is this a club of nothing but silver-haired, middle-aged white men? Huh? What are you doing? Is there a lioness club? Is there a club much like the lion club, but for ladies? Or should the ladies also be allowed in the lion club? I've also seen an elk club. That makes more sense to me. I feel like I can wrap my head around the elk club. I feel like I've been inside an elk club, right? Classy. A lot of weird hats. They do that a lot at these clubs. I don't get that. I don't understand why that's even a thing. What's with the hats? It seems like whenever there's a club or any kind of, uh, you know, cohesive thinking between groups of people, they like to wear different you know, skull attire, basically, you know, to say it, to say it scientifically, they like to put something on their noggin, and it's got a match, and it's always the weirdest fucking thing, it's like a hat you've never heard of before, they made it for themselves, like, this is the weirdest thing, why does my hat have to have antlers, I don't like it, because, like, I drive a Prius, so, it's just uncomfortable, and Margaret is upset with me, that, like, I'm not allowed to take it off when I sleep, I have to wear it 24 hours a day. So I think I'm going to have to I'm gonna have to resign here. I'm going to have to go ahead and leave my antlers behind and move on with my fucking life and get into the big leagues. And now I'm joining the Lions Club. So there you go. Bada boom. Another callback. That's what we do here. You know, you're messing, you're messing with a real magician. Okay? Magic is upon you. Also, who is the math teacher at Hogwarts? That shit annoys me. Why isn't there somebody teaching these these nerdy wizards and witches how to act in muggle society? Because I don't, I don't accept it. You know? I think Harry's going to have to get a real job. Because most of the world is muggles. Huh? Most of the world is people without powers. Without potions or spells. Yeah? So why isn't anybody teaching Hermione... Or the ginger guy, why aren't they teaching them, you know, social studies? Right? History. Real science. Are any of these kids going to learn how to drive? Or are they just going to figure it out because they're wizards? It's an unfair advantage, and I don't think we should accept it. And I think we should start boycotting the Hogwarts University. Is it a university? College? Elementary? A lot of different ages in that school. And only one weird sport. So I know this is going to sound stupid, but I was just thinking about it for some reason. I know 
it's gonna sound ridiculous but anyways uh like how funny i mean i'm sure most of us grown adults especially in like a workplace or just amongst friends you hear somebody say my head game's on point my head game is on point and that goes both directions it can be man it can be a woman but they're basically saying that they are very good at fellatio or cunnilingus for the scientists that listen to my show and uh yeah I just I just came up with this concept. I was like, how crazy is it? Because I'm sure there's been somebody in history that has said this saying, my head game's on point, and then killed someone. And it's like, I wish the people that she said this to, or he said this to, were in the courtroom when they got the verdict. And it's like, hey, man, hey, lady, you were wrong. Your head game's fucked up. It's not good at all. That's bad. That's a bad head. But obviously, I'm just making a joke and, well, trying to, I suppose. I, I guess that's how jokes are created. It's just the the testing of the premise and the punchline. Whatever. I'm not here to teach a class on comedy because that can't happen. Nobody does that. And anybody who says that they do, you're wrong. That's going to be the name of today's episode, man. You're wrong. That's just what it is. But that is also one of the great things about comedy, when you really think about it as a whole. It's so versatile these days. It's such a vast community of comedians now, and virtually anybody can dip their, dip their toes in the water of creating content and being humorous while doing so. It's a beautiful thing. It's unstoppable, man. But there is a lot of them out there that can't do it. They have no... There's no life experience, if you will. There's nothing significant enough about them to make it interesting that they should put out a show. And I honestly felt that way about myself for the longest when I first started podcasting. I was like, man, maybe I'm just not even, maybe it's not even worth it. But also, I never really put into perspective that it's not just about the listener. It's about me as well. Like, I make the content for myself. A lot of people don't realize how therapeutic podcasting is until they do it how beneficial it is to get behind a microphone and just get your thoughts out there in audio form because really what it was in the beginning for me specifically i wanted to put my thoughts out there in the hopes that i would get in contact with like-minded people and i think that's the grand scheme for everybody who makes content you want to be in line with people that do the same thing that you do, that you enjoy. You wouldn't make the content that you do if you weren't inspired by somebody else's content. It, that's just the way it goes. Because you weren't first. If you're not first at doing it, then you're just making a better version or different version of something you've seen before. And it, this is a great platform as well. Podcasting and trying to be funny while podcasting is a great thing. But people, you know, there's critics out there that think that podcasting has rules like you have to I have to make a specific episode you know I have to talk about something legitimate I have to have subject matter and have a point or be on a soapbox of some kind with a, an agenda and it's like dude that's not what it is at all podcasting is not that at all it can be any fucking thing you want anything dude anything under the sun and why do you think I have so many podcasts? It's because there's no perfect formula. 
there has been no perfect formula developed within podcasting that works 100% of the time. There just isn't. There can't be yet. Even if you go and try to create a show exactly like Joe Rogan's podcast, guess what? It's not going to make, it's not going to be as big. It just won't. Because he was first. He's number one. He got there first with that kind of podcast. But you can take what he did and make it better, make it different, such as your mom's house, Tom Segura. Yeah, they have guests, but they also do a lot of stuff by themselves. And it's great, and it's different, and that's what they did, and that's why they have success. And I think that's what made me even more invested in being a podcaster, is I knew eventually it was going to pan out. Because what I was doing was interesting and entertaining to myself. And I felt like, if I'm enjoying it, there's got to be at least a handful of people out there who feel the same. But in the beginning, I put a lot of stipulations on myself. I was most definitely trying to do like hour, hour and a half shows and try to do one every single week. I never put a day on my shows like, oh, new episodes every Tuesday. Because then I feel like, well, what if I make an extra episode? I can't release it until Tuesday and then I'm, you know, backlogged on episodes. And when I feel like recording, I I shouldn't because I already have so much. That's the conundrum you find yourself in when you have as many shows as I do. But I love it just the same. It's phenomenal. Because there's really no end. I can record all day, every day for anything I want. And I continue to do so. So many options, man. Like just tonight, before I recorded this episode, I did two true crime podcasts. So knocked out two episodes and then did a free form in this one sort of free form just kind of six ideas five ideas that i wrote down and i figured hey let's go ahead and record an episode about those and that's why we're here right now kind of just ranting but i do a podcast live quite often on the Castbox app called ginger snap kind of the same concept but uh i get a little weirder man sometimes i do music or you know just interact with the uh the people that are in the live and it's great it's fun i have a blast well the last thing that i wanted to talk about before i get out of here because it's hot but also uh it's early man i've done about 40 minutes it's well it's 8:45 my time when i started it was eight o'clock so there's only uh what 10 minutes in there missing crazy uh the last thing i wanted to hit on was i'm not much of a drinker man i used to drink a lot and when i say a lot i used to drink to get drunk i used to drink to kill time really and when i when i say that i i mean that me and a buddy would sit in an empty room on couch cushions and share a half gallon of Captain Morgan rum while playing PlayStation 2. Uh, and the game was, what the hell is that? Uh, Star Wars Battlefront. Hell yeah. And we would get wasted. Like, there's so many stories of me drinking, it's absurd. And I don't do it anymore. I honestly don't have any idea or memory as to when I stopped. Because I'm, I didn't do it because I was like, oh man, 
I want to be able to say in, in six years, I've been six years sober, haven't drank. No, because nobody was telling me to stop. I made the decision on my own because gross. I'm just not a fan. It's horrible on my system. I've had too many nights of vomiting. Ridiculous. Like I don't, I don't always puke, but I always mix my liquor. So I prepare to throw up, man. I don't go in drinking thinking, oh, we're going to have some for tomorrow. <laughs> I go in thinking, well, this is all gone. And that's why you uh, throw up all over your car. And I mean that by uh, throwing up on the inside. I redecorated the interior. It was fun. But yeah, uh, my girlfriend, she still likes to drink a little bit. And tonight she actually went out and hung out at a block party that we had here in the city. And she ended up running into my biological dad. And it's pretty weird that she sat there and talked to him. Because I haven't spoke to that man or seen that man in, I don't know, 24 years. And let me just say, that'll ruin your day. Especially when you find out he was crying. <laughs> He's crying his eyes out. It's like, come on, guy. Get it together. What are you doing? How am I supposed to feel? How am I supposed to respect a guy who disappeared or whatever the situation he tries to claim? How am I supposed to respect you when you're going to cry to my girlfriend? What's happening, bruh? Not, I don't have a personality this late in life. To feel like I need to bring that type of personality into my life. Like, no thanks, Cotton. Like, get out of here, softy. Holy shit. Like, I cry during some sad movie parts and stuff every now and then, but... Get it together, dude. It's long time. 24 years and you're trying to act like it matters now. Don't play me for a fool. We've all moved on. So get on your horse and ride. Like Bon Jovi said, it's a steel horse. Get on it. Take off. Because it's too far gone, man. And I hate seeing that shit in television or movies or I guess just really daytime TV where you see this, you know, family or son who hasn't seen his dad in so many years and they rekindle their relationship live on television. It's like, bitch. That ain't happening. That is not how it works, dude. You're out of your fucking mind. You're out of your mind with that, you know, that fake reality TV. That's not happening. Especially with the sun. And especially when I'm not the only kid. Huh? I'm not the only one. I have two sisters. So it's like, dude, don't... Come on. I'm not a fiddle. You can't play me just what it is homie so go back and cry your middle-aged tears into your beer and that's kind of the beauty of it right imagine if I drank if I was drinking still there's a good chance I would have been at that place I could have saw him face to face for the first time in over two decades Ooh, what a f talk about ruining your fucking day That'll ruin the rest of your month. And just started. Just started. Ruin the rest of it because you run into your dad while you're drinking. And that's the worst time too because it's a depressant so you're already going to be sort of ready to cry. So here we go. Yay. But no, it's not going to happen. I'm not into it, man. I have my own family. 
I'm not into trying to bring in this dirt bag. No matter what has been said, been done, I'm good, brah. 100% good. I've lived enough life to be okay without having a father at 31. Like, I've, I'm old enough, <laughs> right? Like, if I was 18, maybe. But that time has passed. So I'm good, Dad. Bye-bye. See you on the other side, fool. See you on the other side, fool. Check you later. Check you later, fool. When you go to heaven and you see Mother Teresa. I don't know if that... What is even, who, is even, who is this guy? Well, guys, that's going to do it for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. And it's perfect timing that we are getting out of here. For the simple fact that the neighbor, old Mushmouth, across the hall has once again decided to go hit his vehicle with the off-brand Quicker Picker Upper. Until next time, guys, as always, I am Patrick. Follow me on Instagram at PatrickMichaelComedy, as well as I Think I'm Irish on Twitter. Bye-bye!